नमस्ते सो दिस टॉक इज अबाउट द सुपरमेंटल मैनिफेस्टेशन ऑन द ट्वेंटी नाइन्थ फेब्रवरी नाइनटीन फिफ्टी सिक्स सम रिफ्लेक्शन सम एस्पेक्ट सम देयर इन द माइंड ऑफ पीपल द मदर हैज यूज द वर्ड गोल्डन डे शी इज यूज इन फैक्ट टू टू टर्म्स टू डिस्क्राइब दिस डे वन इज द गोल्डन डे एंड द सेकेंड इज द डे ऑफ द लॉर्ड so where does the word golden come from so golden is not about gold which is uh, a priceless or you know very high valued metal the gold here comes from the fact that pure gold 24 karat gold is not subject to any degeneration so it's purity it's about the purity and uh, gold in terms of mystic language indicates truth so it is truth in its utter purity unmixed truth it's without mixtures even now truth is there this world is built by truth that's how the shruti say but when we look at the world it looks quite the opposite it looks a world of falsehood a world of suffering a world of pain misery death darkness it's very difficult to understand that how could truth have built this kind of a world how could the divine sachidanand who is all bliss all love all consciousness all power there is nothing which is not within his means could have built this world which seems it's very opposite so this is the mystery which shurbindo unravels as far as the experience of the ultimate reality sachidanand as indian mysticism has named very beautifully sat pure existence or the true existent chit which includes perfect knowledge and perfect power chit tapas they go together because knowledge is not just about knowing things but also it tells us what response we should give so action will is implied within this knowledge consciousness and anand which is bliss so mystics have experienced it that there is a divine reality so what's new about what shurbindo is saying shurbindo also says that his yoga begins with the fundamental truth of the vedic rishis that there is an ultimate reality behind this universe of appearances call it by whatever name and then there is this world now the problem begins there that this divine reality is it connected with this world and if so how because if our goal is only to escape into this divine reality then we need not know why this world is what is like their parents who teach their child somehow you have to clear class 10 don't bother about why schools are necessary or not necessary these are unnecessary questions so there is one way to circumvent the whole process by simply saying how does it matter it's enough to know that there is a divine reality and all that we need is a way to find it and escape into it and be in that state of bliss and if you are concerned about the world maybe if possible and if you are missioned for it maybe we can help others realize it so this is the ultimate that mankind has so far still the problem remains that why because this question mark is a question on the divine himself so there have been various ways of explaining this one is that well the divine reality is purity delight truth etc and 
this world is a world created by a cosmic mind in which there are two kinds of theories one is a practical mind which has somehow randomly picked up things and makes this world and the other is a bit idealistic mind which uh, tries to make an ideal world but it doesn't know how so it it's like a man who is imagining so this theory about the cosmic mind is like a man who is imagining so we want to imagine beautiful things isn't it but uh, many sordid imaginations enter our head so while he is imagining he is a, it's an ignorant uh, idealistic mind which in its imagination does imagine end up imagining things which are horrible and not so pleasant and uh, while he is imagining and he is dreaming it looks all real but possibly if we can wake up from this dream it all vanishes this one but vanishes for whom for the individual maybe but for the world it continues for people it continues so we can't just shy away from this reality because if if it was just there is nothing but one reality then one person waking up should actually in a certain sense whole thing should vanish <laughs> but it continues and continues almost endlessly so this is one part of the question so this cosmic mind has been given picturesque names one of them is maya maya which makes us forget that true reality therefore we suffer so there is a relation of that reality with this but it is veiled by the maya and because it is veiled by the maya we don't understand that true real relation and if we could open the door then we will understand that yes there is a reality and we can go and merge into it in other words there is a truth which is behind but in its actual workings here it is veiled this is easy to understand that it is veiled that's what our experience of life is so what do we where do we go from here so shrivinder says when you go veils after veils as we remove one veil after another truth begins to appear in its greater and greater effulgence which is very simple to understand there is this iron veil of the body in which we are stuck and we enter into the vital worlds little higher worlds and we discover oh there is a glimmer shine then into the mental worlds then we begin to see a little more clarity of light and as we go higher and higher uh, more and more veils are gone that effulgence that radiance that prachand tej it begins to become more and more real to us and in that light all this world seems to drown away much like if suddenly there is a blazing light so we are blinded by the light we can't see these things so when this light grows as it grows intense the mystic who has reached that spot or that point in his inner journey then he can no more see and therefore it's understandable if he says it's all unreal illusion and yet it still keeps the riddle on so shurbindo goes further and therefore he says who has torn the veil and seen the king so where did these mystics reach and that's where the mother says they have seen the divine that reality through the veil of either sagun nirgun this aspect that aspect the various gods at most even when they have gone beyond the gods still there is a thin veil and that beyond the veil is what 
they have seen and been enamored and they don't know it's something so tremendous you you don't have words to speak that's how it is described in the upanishad it's full of delight you can't think about your house problem world problems all this there it's like ultimate and yet it is through a veil to tear the veil means you merge into it it's like a flame that merges into the sun mystery remains of this birth in time so that's where shrivindra says that when you remove the veil because nobody has gone beyond the veil because the ultimate sign of truth is that it should be able to harmonize all the various discordant notes and disparities of the world that's the sign of the integral truth which shrivindra used the word integral so he tears the veil and peeps through and then a new something unfolds before him what is that new something is supermind so supermind meaning thereby one the word indicates beyond the mind but not beyond the rational mind because there are layers of what shrivindra has used the word as spiritual mind meaning thereby we have not yet completed our mental evolution of course we regard rational mind as highest but that is our limitation somebody who is very imaginative he may think that imagination mind is highest somebody who is just sentimental and emotional may completely discard even the mind so that's a different story altogether but if we continue we'll understand that even a mental uh, evolution is not over the rishis discovered new faculties of the mind through which they they could hear the truth they could see the truth new capacities new faculties so there are ranges of consciousness beyond this human mind to which we can climb and the last of these ranges shrivindra has used the word overmind overmind literally it stands over the mind now you are on top of the mind you are one with the gods your personality becomes a world personality as the mother says but then beyond this overmind is the term he has used supermind so the supermind indicates one beyond the mind but not the way we conceive just beyond the rational mind second all that is there in the mind is actually derived from it that's something very interesting see for a human mind what are the faculties of the human mind it can go backward we all know it can see what is in the present limited way but yes in a limited way it can go it can also apprehend forward sometimes just try imagining all these three movements of the human mind together it's something amazing that this what happened with me one hour back this what is happening now and after one hour i may be in the dining room all three images together so it has this ability to move back and forth into these three divisions of time in supermind they exist together not as imaginations but as realities is number one triple time vision trikala drishti therefore the supermind has the perfect so we we can imagine and then we try to walk along that path and many things happen our steps stumble but the supermind knows it deploys itself in an ordered intuition so that's why the three words vedic rishis used were satyam truth which is the ultimate reality ritam 
or let's take the third word first, Brihatam. This Satyam is infinite. You can't limit it. That it is this, it is that. Then it will create a dogma. You, the moment you define it, you have limited it. It's vast. And it is Ritam. Ritam means it orders this universe, which is what we see in this world. It just can't be a random cosmic mind imagining things. So it orders intuitively all the steps which it has foreseen in some ultimate vision. That's why it is said that God knows everything. In this sense, yes, the future as much as the past and the present. Some people uh, are not very happy about it. (laughs) But if you see, it's a very reassuring fact. He has foreseen our stumbles. He has foreseen our challenges. He has foreseen the difficulties. He has foreseen the dangers. He has foreseen. So we should just relax. (laughs) But it's a, in super mind, this capacity which mind has in a very limited way tries to apprehend. And some of its apprehension may turn out to be true. That after one hour I'll be in dining room, you may end up in the dining room. But it's very, very limited. In super mind is certain. All the three, triple time vision. Second capacity of the human mind is imagination. So super mind also, images, cast forth images. How does it cast forth images? Shavinda uses a word called real idea. So in this world, it shows, its real idea means there is a truth which is hidden within everything as an idea. Let's take a simple example. The truth of the tree is hidden in the seed as a real idea. Therefore, If you sow the seeds of mango, let me reverse it, you will have mangoes. Why? Because though the genes and everything are their random play, but yet this real idea is hidden. Pressing things to reach towards what they are destined to be. Enlarge this into a cosmic mega scale of aeons. So the real idea which is sown in this world as the divine presence which is in everything. It is pushing this world creation through all kinds of ups and downs like the seed growing into a tree. And however difficult, long, problematic the journey may seem, what is going to emerge out of it ultimately? The fruit of divine sacrifice and the flower of divine love. Because that's what has gone into creation. Because that is a real idea. So this supermind is also known as the real idea. And this real idea, the beauty of this real idea is, and that's why the word Rit is very interesting, because it is an ordered intuition, meaning thereby it takes into account all the individual variations. It's not like acting randomly, same thing for all. So each of us have within us, within us, the unfolding of the divine, we may use the word divine will now, in its own unique way. Each of us is unique, divinely unique and yet not separate in the totality. So each of us in our unfolding through the journey of lives has to manifest the real idea which is within us. Therefore experiences of each one will be different. They cannot be same. He enjoys variation and how many variations? Infinity because he is infinite. We see in nature so many varieties of plants, even trees, leaves, flowers, colors. 
amazing. So then what about this evil and suffering? Two reasons. One is the problem of understanding things. Second is the fact that this is a process through which it has to express. So there will be incidents, as Shubhendra says, incidents in the cosmic plot. So the detailed understanding, of course, we are doing it in the life divine, so I will not go into it. But at least this much is clear that this is not the end of the story. The story is still continuing. And if we detach ourselves a little, even from our personal egoistic life, we will get the delight even in that. So when we read the Mahabharata and we hear the story of Bhim, Dushashan ki bhuja ukhada. Bhima is thick of Dushashan bhuja. And he drinks his blood, looks very gory. But when you read in Mahabharata, is also called as Vibhatsaras. Bhayanak. It's even a ras. If you step back, then even in this whole journey and story, something deep within us, which is not fully involved with the surface, is still receiving something of that delight and growing through it. That's how it is growing. Like a tree grows when you put all the waste into the seed and that's how it develops. So, in this course of development, humanity has reached this point where now it is ready to express the real idea. That means the tree is in its last stages. It is ready to express the real idea which has gone into creation without any distortion. Even now, truth is manifesting but through all the distortions. So, the original divine plan or divine will keeps getting distorted. Who distorts it? The whales. Each veil is a limitation and each limitation is a distortion. It's like when a man orders something, the next level, he understands it in a certain way, keep 10 people in a, on a table and whisper from person 1 to person 10 and see what will become. What may start as, pata hai, usne mujhe thappad dikhaya tha and by the time it ends, usne mujhe baut buri tarah mara and maine mara, I hit him back and all kinds of stories will be formed. So it gets distorted. Why? Because limitation. Nobody is trying to distort. But each one hears in a limited way. And therefore understands in a limited way. So this limitation is what ignorance is. This ignorance creates the distortion in the play. Therefore we cannot perceive things rightly. So this is one reason. Why? Because we cannot perceive rightly. Therefore we engage with the universe in a wrong way. Not as rith, but as unrhythm. Not according to the law of truth, but according to our own personal egoistic desires, etc. etc. Because that is also a veil. Desires, attachments, ego, they are all veils. Ignorance, ultimately they are mother of all darkness and evil. So this is one reason. Yet this was necessary why? Because if that truth unveils itself suddenly, we won't be able to bear it. Imagine, only imagine, that we have so many things in our going on in our heart, mind, <laughs> and everybody knows. <laughs> our life, we try to keep secret. Imagine if suddenly everything was known to everyone. 
Can we imagine the chaos? Mother at one place says that this, I am seeing that now with the supramental manifestation, the chaos that will come in the beginning, the chaos and the confusion. Why? Because we have ordered things according to our own ignorant logic. What is the ignorant logic? Whatever pleases my ego, whatever satisfies my desire. This is our logic by and large. In every relation with the world, with people, with God, this is the logic we use. Now with the supramental manifestation, this logic is going to be deeply disturbed. Who will escape this disturbance? Who is surrendered? Why? Because we are ready to accept the divine will which will bring out very uncomfortable truths to begin with. But these uncomfortable truths will be the starting point of the emergence of the yet deeper truth because ultimately it is the Ritchit. So initially there will be a catharsis of uncomfortable truths buried in the subconscious. We see this happening. People often ask, where is the supramental manifestation? All over you can see. Nothing can remain hidden today. Everything is emerging. So, it's scary, isn't it? So, what is the simpler way? See it yourself and offer it to the divine. That means mental honesty and sincerity. If you don't, because if you do this, divine will take care of it in his own way. You say, yes, yes, I know it, but now that you have told me, I'll take care of it. Jag hasai se But, if we don't, if we keep giving colors, all kinds of nice justifications, that's why Mother says mental honesty is the first step towards sincerity. If we keep saying, I am very sincere, the world around me is insincere, then this is the age of truth. One day, it will rip us apart and what is going to emerge. We see this is happening in the world. Nothing. See, vaccination has come three years back and already all kinds of things are coming out. The money game, this, that. I mean, you can't carry on with fraud for long. All over the world. But if one is ready to face it, that's why Mother has used the word purifying ordeal. If you are ready to go through the purify, what is the purifying part? Gold standard. That's why it's called gold standard. That all the mixtures are going to come out. But that is very painful. It can be very disorienting. It can be very confusing. But if one is ready to go through the purifying ordeal, then ultimately that gold standard, that 24 carat should the pure gold, that truth will come out. That is the process of sadhana. To go through this process of purification, who will purify? The divine. It's not about moral purity. Moral purity hides things behind. It behaves in a certain way. Why? Because it's morally correct to do it. But it's not that it is gone. Anybody who has lived a moral life, tried to live, knows that things are there. But we try to, you know, still by our will, not do something which we believe is not the right thing to do. That's what moral purity is about. But it's not divine purity. It's still a mental process, human process, necessary at one level in our evolution. So when this purity of divine truth emerges, then 
That's why mother says, are you ready? Repeatedly she says. And repeatedly she says, Shurabindo, every time she would, uh, the earth will be prepared a little, she would ask Shurabindo, he would say, not yet ready. World is not yet ready. Even our idealistic notions, they also interfere. Idealism, sentimental idealism, life should be like this, things should be like this. All of this. So, surrender is a complete surrender in every which way, all events, circumstances. That's why Shubhinda says his yoga starts with surrender. If we don't have surrender, we may have aspiration, we have everything. But if there is this lack of surrender, the moment truth acts and brings out things, first of all, we will confront our own impurities. But if we allow, keep surrendering, then slowly the divine will take it within himself. And whatever is that little ingot of gold hidden behind all the dross of human nature, that will be released and integrated with our new life. That's how the new life is being created. Through faith, will and surrender. We must want that. We should not be afraid when things emerge. We should not try to shy away, run away, explain it away, justify it. All that is gone, all show, sham, hypocrisy, holy man, Babaji, all that is gone. There is something very different which is going to be created. So that process was initiated on 29th February 1956. Once again, if one wants to go out of creation, not needed. One has to pick up one of the paths, mystic paths, through which one can go out of creation. This option has already been well known and established. The experience of the divine ultimate reality, merge into it. But if we are moved by a larger cosmic impulse, which is what our own intuition is, that this life here, this world here, our own life and the life of the world around should be perfect, in whatever we understand perfection. Perfect love, perfect knowledge, perfect bliss. Then this is the way. Why? Because the real idea which has gone into creation, the truth which is hidden behind the veil of Maya, when that is given its chance to freely act upon the world, then it will arrange all the things according to the ordered intuition of truth, Rith. That's why the mother has used the word, the day of the Lord. Every day is a day of the Lord. Every moment is a moment of the Lord. But Lord is a little, you know, of that retiring predisposition. He says, okay, you want to do it yourself. It's all right. Try it. Time to time we seek his help. And that too for furthering our egoistic interest. He helps because he is like that, no? His nature is like that. (laughs) But day of the Lord means the Lord's action unhindered. Nothing obstructs, nothing should be, should resist, nothing should create any kinds of, uh, should be disturbed by that action of truth. Nothing in any part of a being, there should not be a vibration, oh why? It should be surrender, 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 more and more surrender. So this is the day when the divine acts, that ultimate supreme reality, acts, so it's a dynamic truth which is omnipotent, omniscient. Sachidananda is existence, consciousness, bliss. But the moment Sachidananda has to create, 
सुपर माइंड इज हिज ऑपरेटिंग सिस्टम दैट्स वाई इट इज कॉल्ड एज द्रिएटर सुपर माइंड इज द क्रिएटर आउट ऑफ विच दिस वर्ल्ड हैज इमर्स बट थ्रू द वेल्स वाई बिकॉज बिकॉज वी कैनॉट बी एट दल्जेंस सो मैन काइंड हैड टू बी प्रिपेयर सो मेनी टाइम्स टू बेयर दिस इफल्जेंस एंड इट हैज सो मेनी अवतार्स प्रॉफिट्स is a very interesting little story in our own mythology indicating it well known so we'll just hear about that story the story is of the first avatar matsya avatar vedas have been swallowed lost into the ocean deeps by an asur called hagreev yes so vedas means the true knowledge has disappeared from the world so there is chaos but there is a king the name of the king is satyavrat these are going to be the kings of the future satyavrat all those who know hindi who has taken the vow of truth mother says that in the age of truth what is required truth in thought truth in speech truth in feelings truth in will truth in actions and that truth not my truth the way even that is been distorted oh this is my truth that i am angry with you no truth the true impulsion of the divine the divine will so everything should be under that so satyavrat is the king who is so lord vishnu comes we know the rest of the story as the fish and all that happens when they sit in the boat so in the boat lord vishnu teaches them all that is needed because the vedas have been uh, swallowed but they cannot be destroyed so he slays the asura recovered the veda so what does he do he enters everybody's heart and from being presence in the heart he teaches the veda meaning thereby the truth emerges in the heart of man that's what is satyog when you don't have laws rules regulations order everybody has truth in his heart so these are a handful of people or species and they are taken uh, to for that other creation now that story is uh, at the beginning of satyuga first avatar and the last avatar is kalki all through you'll see all this and this king satyavrat is given a very interesting name i am connecting it with what mother has said he is given the name because he is satyavrat he is given a boon that in the next cycle after the four yugas he will become the king of the next cycle so the king of each cycle is manu please don't think about manu smriti and all that is nothing to with <laughs> manu so the manu was governing this whole cycle is chakshusha manu and what is this cycle sixth cycle and the seventh cycle where satyavrat becomes now the manu is called vaivashvat or shraddhadev who is vaivashvat son of vivashwan son this whom the yoga was first given and he passes it on to his son manu look at the whole link the super mind is that in which the entire knowledge of creation right ordering everything is there and he passes it on to manu in this age this manu will be 
the child of the sun son of s o n of s u n sun the supermind the child of the supermind literally what he will be recognized as shraddha dev he will be the lord of faith unswerving faith another thing which your bindu speaks about seventh creation the mother says seventh creation will not be subject to dissolution every all the dots get connected kalki and seventh creation and shraddha dev and he is born as a son of man king satyavrat but by his uh, integrity he he is he is a man who lives by truth and therefore he is the one who inherits the next cycle so we are all originally those who escaped the great flood our great 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 okay forefathers <laughs> and went through this roller coaster ride of the chaturyuga now we are preparing for the next who will go through who is ready to live by the truth to live by the truth is a next step first is to be able to see the truth behind the, all the veils we are seeing the veils and living by the veils when these veils we are ready to go through the veils man is ready now that's what mother says psychic being has developed over a period of time so when we are ready to see behind the veils this truth live according to this impulsion that layer of humanity will be taken up that's what mother says men countries continents the choice is imperative truth or the abyss we don't have to worry about people who are living this way that way who is in falsehood people who keep saying falsehood they are in deep falsehood take it in writing why because jaaki rahi bhavna jaisi as we are we see that everywhere so we should not worry about it there is falsehood in this world we should rather focus on how truth is manifesting through all these layers all kinds of you know practically it would mean that in our human relationship in this world many things are happening but we should see how truth is trying to manifest struggling through everyone everything that is the eye of truth that's how the truth sees this world if it did not see the world like this if it saw the world like us mother says if the divine even for one moment saw the world like you see it this world would collapse and vanish how do we see only darkness there is that in everybody everywhere so the first step toward the supramental realization is see the divine in all things everywhere in every see it's all logical when we are able to see that it's not that there is no falsehood ignorance is there we can't deny that fact but rather look at that which is developing itself why it will develop because it is truth that has deployed through the real idea all the steps so we should have faith that divine consciousness is operating here and now more and more openly with each supramental year there will be a leap because the day of the lord after now instead of chaturyug every four years <laughs> the leap year comes and as this leap year comes it pushes creation one more step and so we will see its action become more and more prominent what is required for is is truth 
and not truth as we understand. My truth, which is patta mera hai, ghar bhi mera hai. Legal truth. Mera beta hai, meri baat sunik. All this is no meaning. If truth's vision is very different. <laughs> so, so, we'll just read couple of messages on this beautiful day, golden day. So basically, how to celebrate or observe this day? By once again taking the resolve that I will live by the truth. However inconvenient may be. To start with, we can make it that, okay, I'll not speak a lie. <laughs> At least consciously I will not. And what is the biggest lie that we speak all the time? That we are very limited, ignorant, helpless, hopeless creatures. This what is the falsehood? All the quotes are falsehood. I am Mr. So-and-so, I am Dr. So-and-so. This is the biggest lie. That this world is incurably hopeless. This is a lie. Pessimism is a lie. Depression is a lie. Because it is based on Unrit, un, untruth. We have that story of the man whom, who was depressed and his wife one day told him, you know the news today? What is it? God is dead. How dare you say that? Why are you pulling your face? I was joking around just yesterday or something. I went somewhere in the office. I said, you know, I have a news. What happened? I said, everybody come close then I will share. Everybody, kya hua, kya hua? <laughs> I said, Malabe, I'm Sabbagwane. <laughs> In our deep essence, we are all divine. You know, oh, this is old news. I said, No, no, this news is only in Sanatan Dharma, <laughs> but we have forgotten it. So, when you forget something, you have to once again remind yourself. And if we are all the divine, all divine in our deepest core, not that as I am in my present state, then is not there endless hope in this world? His failure is not failure whom God leads. When God is leading, guiding, and if all of us are that in our deepest essence, then what is there to despair, to feel bad, to be depressed? Every time we have to remind this news, a news flash ki thi. But this truth in each one of us is also, it's not just a static truth. It's a dynamic truth unfolding in its own unique way. So we have to respect both. In our deep essence, we are that truth, that divine. But in our life, we have to fulfill that purpose for which it has deployed itself in us. It may have deployed us in a way its will or the purpose in us may be today to fight a war. And tomorrow, to embrace the one with whom I was fighting. Fine. Because it's evolving, constantly evolving. It's a very plastic, vast, brahat. Rit is not a permanently put things in a certain way. These things evolve. So when we look at it, life like that, and we are plastic to this guidance of truth within, then life grows beautiful and truthful. I'll just read 
the first declaration Mother gave on 24th April 1956. The manifestation of the supramental upon earth is no more a promise, but a living fact, a reality. It is at work here, and one day will come when the most blind, the most unconscious, even the most unwilling, shall be obliged to recognize it. Already we hear things like that. How could this happen? Even recently, in the Ram Mandir. How could this happen? Okay, we may um, give credit to this or that actors in the play. But surely they must have been well-meaning actors, I am sure. Last 500 years a problem has been going on. Suddenly it happens as if it, this is how it should have been. This one symbol. Or India recovering itself. I am talking of this context. In 75 years, everybody had more or less, uh, you know, spelled doom in the future. Many things, nothing is remaining hidden. Most unexpected things are happening. Because it's the hour of the unexpected. And so people are wondering as to the why and how. So now people have even started using terms like divine ki kripa hai, bhagwan ki kripa hai. It doesn't matter. But thing is that basically a new world is beginning to take shape. And therefore many old ways of life are getting disturbed. They had their own validity at a point of time. But now something greater is going to come. And that is going to disturb all the arrangements. It's also upsetting many people because naturally. Imagine a child um, teaching his parent. It's happening. And parents have no choice but to listen. So all these, all the old values of the old world, authority is based on hierarchy of the ego are gone. This is one of the things mother said. There is a new hierarchy which is coming up and that is based on uh, honest dealings, inner integrity, authenticity. These are the terms people use. I will respect these things. So these are the things through which that truth is manifesting. All over the world we can see. Children, when you look at child prodigies, just watch a talent show and you'll wonder that, you know, they are singing songs which people would give so many rehearsals, retake and it's like they are amazing child prodigies. New discoveries in every field which have momentous uh, implications on the future of humanity. Many, many things. That's a different subject. But surely we are closing on to that day when even the most blind, the most unconscious, even the most unwilling shall be obliged to recognize it. And the mother is speaking of, I am speaking of a supramental manifestation evident to all. Even physical body is changing, literally changing. Already evolutionary biologists are observing the changes. Age, height, everything. The gender differences are getting blurred. Many things are happening which are... As the human manifestation was evident to all when it happened. So what we have to do? Open yourself to the new force. Let it do in you its work of transformation. We have to open. Sounds very simple. But the moment you open, now... Truth will take charge of life. And all that we thought is true 
<laughs> but basically was a false arrangement of things will be disturbed so to open means it implies surrender and therefore she says again 24th april 1956 without care for time without fear for space surging out purified from the flames of the ordeal everybody in this yoga has this experience that he goes through an ordeal and if you just go through it saying ma 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 <laughs> then when you come out you are stronger wiser every which way and if one has not gone through the ordeal then one has to rethink kuch gadbad hai kya because you know it's a ordeal which one has to go through purifying ordeal we shall fly without stop toward the realization of our goal the supramental victory go through it til til jalne se acha hai thoda thoda instead of little 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 burning purifying jump in the agni kund it's okay <laughs> so look what she is saying do not tense yourself truth in fact because it's vast it relaxes you actually relaxes us it is harmony so it brings harmony it is delight it makes us happy sadhana is not about becoming very serious outwardly inwardly yes you are you are one pointed in your aspiration so she says do not tense yourself be open passively allow it the supramental light to penetrate your body so what it can do it has the power to restore you to strength and health just imagine a new world is born all those who want to have a place in it must sincerely prepare themselves for it this one which is one of my favorites to celebrate this on 21st february 1958 to celebrate the birth of a transitory body can satisfy some faithful feelings so we have in all our background we have the birthday of lord rama lord krishna buddha jayanti guru nanak dev you know it's it's all right it it gives you a kind of joy and satisfaction but actually that birth should be reproduced inside and that for inside can be done at every moment every moment we can be let's say for example like rama in our dealings or like ravan otherwise one day we celebrate and even that day our behavior is like ravan so imagine if ram pragat ho gaye तो है कृपाला भय प्रकट कृपाला दीन दयाला कौशल्य हितकारी बट वी शुड नॉट फॉरगेट आज आन भुज चर चाप धरी संग्राम जित खर दूषण सो वी हैव टू बेटर यू नो अंडरस्टैंड व्हाट इट इम्प्लाइज सो येट इट हैज इट्स प्लेस इट हैज इट्स प्लेस इट वी रिमेंबर इट एंड वी वंस अगेन रीडेडिकेट आर सेल्स सो इट हैज इट्स प्लेस कैन सेटिस्फाई सम फेथफुल फीलिंग्स to celebrate the manifestation of the eternal consciousness can be done at every moment of the universal history 
The divine is present. What does it mean, the birth? Or she is using the word manifestation. But there are moments when suddenly all veils are gone and we are one to one or one on one with the divine. <laughs> and that during that moment when the door is open, it is the eternal who expresses himself. No more, he uses time, he uses space, he uses this body. So he says that can be done actually at every moment. The mother says if one is open to that. But to celebrate the advent of a new world, the supramental world is a marvelous and exceptional privilege. So we are very fortunate to be living in this process of a new world. Perhaps we may be knowing, some of us may not be, that on 29th February 1960, the mother distributed a medal which was given by Sri Krishna who came there and sat in a lap. And That's a different story altogether. And uh, he wanted, he came, so often people ask Golden Krishna, Golden Mahakali, as the gods near approach their absolute truth, they assume the golden you. Mahakali is golden, if you go to her highest point, because that is the truth, un- pure truth, unmixed. So, the golden color it comes from that pure truth. And when you see as the um, sun emerges, that golden color. So, she had distributed the medal, which had the short window symbol on the... Okay, this medal was a bit different. So, people thought that it is... Uh, Shurabindu's symbol has been changed. They asked the mother. Mother says, I never intended to give Shurabindu's symbol. The design on the medal signifies the 12 rays. So there were 12 rays of the new creation issued from the manifestation of the avatar. In the center was the lotus, the square manifestation, 12 rays new creation. So there was the square, there was the lotus, and from there, there were 12 rays emanating in all the directions. So this was the medal she gave on the supramental manifestation, first anniversary. So she says, from that point onwards, the sadhana itself has undergone a change. Instead of going all the way up there to find the divine as in the age of the Vedic Rishis. Now it is here. We need to open. Open our mind, heart, body and let it transform our life. We have this mantra that Shurabindu had given. Om Shurabindu Mira. Open my mind, my heart, my life your light, your love, your power. In all things may I see the divine. So this is how. See, stresses on equality as the one important necessity. And finally, It is truth. That's how we have seen. 
super mind is supramental is it's basically truth that's why again gold represents truth so it's the power of truth that it brings then only ananda and love can manifest ultimately this world is meant for ananda but when ananda expresses itself in a human being who is not yet a being of truth which is what humanity has been it degrades it becomes personal joys pleasures all kinds of vital satisfactions so that's why the base of truth before divine love and ananda can express so for the third anniversary the mother gave a message 29 february 1968 truth alone can give to the world the power of receiving and manifesting the divine's love that's why it is shubhendra says to bring down the divine love and ananda is the work we have undertaken but without the base of truth they cannot manifest they immediately get distorted by the ego preferences desires incapacity of the instruments even a little love a little joy makes people go crazy they become so restless so therefore first the base of truth and then the divine love and ananda so let's right now work for the immediate program truth 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 anybody has any question otherwise we can just and there's a matter of fact the superman character which is from the comic character his date of birth is 29 february yes but yeah they distort that's how yeah yeah that song also imagine the john ah after 1968 mother gave the charter for all yeah yes yes so this is very true that because this idea has now caught up the mind and imagination of the race so it is true that it is expressing itself in different places in different ways but as always happens that the west catches it like an idea and an imagination but it misses the deeper that's how it gets distorted or converted into a religion or an ideology even the cry for human unity but human unity cannot be established except on the basis of truth if you try in another way it will lead to collapse men countries continents the choice is imperative truth or the abyss see how much falsehood in dealings international dealings human beings have nations have and then they speak about unity now all that is becoming obvious but maybe 20 years back people were buying all those uh, kind of ideas so first truth satyavrat <laughs> and then only the truth will decide who is going to go across and who is going to get collapsed this is true mother has said that a large chunk of humanity will collapse it's more like the animal it will get integrated with the animal and then there is a chunk which is uh, which wants the truth but is not ready to make all the sacrifices it will get uplifted into a higher humanity which will serve as a link out of which the supramental creation will keep evolving and then there is a perverted kind of humanity which is she says is like an abortive attempt at humanity 
that will vanish. And there are a handful who are ready to make all the sacrifices, whatever it takes, whatever pain, difficulty. They are not ready just only intellectualizing it, but they are ready to take all the trouble. They will be the ones who will cross over to the new creation. She has given this as a kind of prediction. So we have this, right now humanity is being segregated. Those who want to remain like an animal, who don't care, it's okay. It will get integrated with the animal life at some point. The perverted, the distorted, it will disappear. How, what, when, uh, divine knows. Already we can see it's, it happening. And uh, those who have this aspiration but not ready to fully walk the way, they will be taken up to the next step, higher humanity, from which they can become ready for the uh, next level and there are those who are even now ready for all that it takes the leap of faith the leap toward the future they are already being marked out taken in for the new creation okay thank you jema